So day six was about um, cleansing. We used the yoga techniques of Kriya, where we learned how to clean our nose. I know it kind of sounds silly with saline solution, because a lot of people have allergies, and the best way to deal with that is cleaning the nose, the eyes, the skin, and the hair. Really good things to do to keep yourself healthy and free from viruses which was important at that time. And day seven, we talked a little bit about the lymph system. What is it? Where is it? Why should I care? And how to move it, how to get things going in that area to keep circulation in kind of a sluggish system. Uh, day eight, we talked about morning constitution, fun subject, and uh, a really simple recipe to get things going, quote unquote, besides taking coffee in the morning. And then day nine, um, we talked and did grinding spices because there is nothing in the whole world better than grinding your own spices fresh than buying it in store-bought. I mean, come on, you don't know how long that stuff's been sitting on the shelf. And when you grind your fresh spices, it really gets the whole digestion thing going. They smell good, it's fun to do, it's easy to do, and it's a lot cheaper to grind your own spices than to buy it. And then on day 10, we talked a little bit about what is joy? You know, what are we thankful for at this point in our life? What makes us happy? So we spent the whole day putting little pieces of paper into a jar. And at the end of the day, we got to read about all the things that we were joyful for. Day 11, uh, we explored mindfulness by walking. So doing things that are healthy, but also healthy for our body and healthy for our mind. And there's nothing like doing a nice mindfulness walk. Some people did it in the lobby of their apartment house or down the hallway or in their house. Uh, some people still weren't going outside at that point. So that was kind of fun. And then day 12, we talked about, you know, what it, what is intuition? Where is it located? How to develop it? Why do I need it? Um, and learning to have a voice learning to use our voice to speak our mind in a positive way. And we did a lot of breath work and conversation about that. And then day 13, we explored relaxing, the art of relaxation, and how the brain waves are important um, because if we go into certain brain waves, we can relax. But if, like right now, we're not really relaxed because we're in a different brain wave, and then how to use different techniques to get our brain to slow down and help us with relaxation, which is good for the immune system. Day 14, uh, we talked about what a good listener is like and how to strengthen our listening skills and develop our sense of hearing better. Day 15, got into a little bit about Ayurveda, which is the nutrition of yoga, and we explored making flatbreads without yeast. Yummy. Good to use instead of forks. Pick up your food. Day 16, we did a sugar scrub made with white sugar essential oils and oil, and um, everybody got to exfoliate in the shower. Day 17, got back into... Um, yoga relaxation for different ailments and different types, which is really key to relaxing. Sometimes somebody needs a longer relaxation than others. And then day 18, we got into meditation. Why is it good? How does it help you? 
different types of meditation, and we explored that together. And day 19, we started our 10 days of living the ethics of yoga, practicing no harm, um, no harm to ourselves, thereby no harm to others. And that's really important when it comes to nonviolence. A lot of people are violent to themselves, so it's really hard to practice nonviolent to others. And we talked about that self-care. Okay, so we just finished our 30 days of a virtual toolbox for wellness plan, which was pretty cool. It came suggested to me to support people by just sending an email with wellness tips, including yoga, mindfulness, Ayurveda, recipes, positive quotations, and all the things that I know help me to get through my day. And we just ended today. So today is like a gratitude day for being grateful for everyone who supported the project. And we discussed things like, you know, what does it mean to self-care? How do we care for ourselves? Uh, where do we fall short of caring for ourselves? Because in yoga, if you're caring for other people, you probably are not going to do a good job if you're not caring for yourself. It's like coming from an empty place, you know, your battery isn't charged. So how could you really truly give unless you are full and energetic yourself? So day one we talked a lot about that, and every day we had a different theme, which was really good. Sometimes I backed it up with some audio files uh, or video files, things to keep everybody inspired and on track. And so in the coming weeks, we're going to offer it again. And I'd like to do some interviewing with some of my friends and some experts who really know how to use some of the alternative things like yoga, qigong, energy work in a wellness plan. Things that maybe regular doctors don't know how to do or don't offer you know, and people are really curious as to why those things work, like why yoga breathing works with pain management. You know, how, do, how does that happen? Why don't I have to take pharmaceutical drugs? So these are kind of like insightful interviews that I'm going to be moving forward with. I haven't even figured out the name of the podcast yet. Still working on it. Still working on, you know, recording and practicing and making mistakes and learning from mistakes and then going ahead and putting it out there in the world. Um, I've done a lot of recording since I am a yoga teacher and a yoga teacher training so I'm pretty used to being in front of a mic and um, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. I'm really looking forward to it and I love being creative. I love writing. I love structure and design and helping people. So I hope all of those things um, will continue to f fuel this podcast. Um, in any case, it's going to be fun doing it. So back to the 30 days virtual toolbox for wellness plan. It's on my website, myyogatherapist.com. And I think I'm going to continue to keep putting it out there. I know with um, COVID, 
a lot of states, like the state of New York where I'm at, uh, they're opening up. So people might be like really crazy about getting out of the house and not wanting to sit in front of a computer. In any case, I might offer it more towards the end of summer and the fall, and we'll see where we are with the COVID thing. Um, so day one was self-care. Day two was how do you stay focused with so many choices, especially virtually? And that also was true for podcasts. A little bit about mindfulness, you know, how it works, um, how the mind works, and how to keep it steady. Empathy was day three, and we talked about how to cultivate it, you know. It's like a practice that you don't learn in school, like you can't go to college and learn Empathy 101, although that would be kind of cool if you could. So it's about what is empathy? How do we develop it? What does it look like? How do I use it? And then day four was about strengthening our respiratory system, key in any crisis like the virus. Uh, but it was also about finding our voices. And I introduced some really simple breathing techniques that were extremely helpful with people as I got feedback in terms of anxiety and frustration. And then day five, we talked a lot about positive thinking. You know, what is positive thinking? And how do you stay on track with that? Hey, this is Paula here. So we are getting ready to have another Circle of Women retreat virtually of all places. And we've been doing them, uh, myself and my two friends, for a couple of months now. And we offered it for free because we knew a lot of women like ourselves were stuck in the house, feeling overwhelmed, feeling many things. Um, trapped, not happy. You know, even the introverts initially were quite content to be alone, uh, but eventually the introverts were feeling the same as everyone else. And so um, my friends and I put together this idea of doing a four-hour virtual retreat based on how we used to do them when we physically were together. And it went exceptionally well. It was well-received. We offered it to friends, family, students, and clients of ours um, just because we wanted to practice it a little bit. And now we're opening it up to the public because we feel really confident that it has amazing benefits and is worthwhile, is worth our time, and is worth your time if you decide to attend. Now, tomorrow, I'm going to be interviewing one of the women that I work with, Debbie Bellis, and she'll be speaking a little bit about women's retreats and her passion for bringing education and retreating to women's circles. So we'll have a little interview um, tomorrow around 3 o'clock, and I'll record it and you can hear it. Uh, our upcoming workshop retreat is, well, it's looking at issues 
that develop underneath the consciousness. So in other words, we know what's happening when we're aware and awake. Oh, I don't feel well, I feel well, I'm emotional, I'm not emotional. But what's underneath all of that? And the way to help bring all of that stuff to the surface for people is to do movement through yoga, through energy movements, through qigong, and through deep relaxation through a technique called yoga nidra, which is a guided deep relaxation, as well as incorporating art. We'll be doing a vision board, uh, cutting and pasting pictures that participants will gather before the retreat for how everyone's feeling in the now. And then we'll do a vision board at some later point in the retreat, um, expressing what people feel, think, see for the future, moving forward for next year, next month, whatever the case may be. Well, we open it up in a sacred space with a a sacred blessing. Uh, we gather, we hear one another's voices, we share, and it's really a beautiful experience. So um, you'll you'll hear a little bit about that. I think as as women, we tend to be givers. Not always. There's men who are wonderful givers. In general, in general, women tend to give more. Uh, maybe because we're the ones who give birth. I don't know. But I know a lot of men and I know a lot of women. And I could say that women definitely give. And they give beyond even their capability of giving, which eventually drains them. And that's the issue that we're looking at is coming from a place of not being drained, but being full. And in fullness, uh, one is able to give and hold a space for others who may need space, space to be heard, space to be nurtured, space to be cared for, space to be loved, all of those things. And I think that men equally should have men's retreat in a spiritual way. However, I'm not a man, so I can't facilitate those. But if there are men out there listening to this, you know, maybe you should pick up the reins and start gathering the men and doing retreats and focusing on men issues. You know, what's what's going on for men right now? And I'm looking forward to June 25th when we present 